Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, everyone. It's the Redman Podcast. We are live on YouTube uh, right now, so you can use the... Live comments if you want to interact with us throughout the show. Uh, other than that, we of course on all kinds of podcasts and apps. If you want to leave a five star review for us, that would be absolutely awesome. Uh, I'm Paul Machin, Steve Hall, Chris Pajak joined us for this one. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like this fucking thing. This is very, very much a visual joke. Is this? Does this get bigger every week? <laughs> like this, this red thing. At some point, we're going to be doing this show <laughs> over like the top, the top two inches of the fucking of the fucking screen, right? Anyway, look, there's been no Liverpool games apart from there has. Um, there's been some international football, apparently, um, and also we're looking down the battle of the season running. So we're going to have a little look around that, a look ahead to Watford as well, and chat through some general bullshit, because why not? Um, kick-off question comes from Dell H7, is one of our club legend subscribers. It's a good question. Plus. If Klopp wasn't available... If you could bring a manager from the past to get us through to the end of the season, who would it be? Who would it be? Chris Pager. Does it have to be a Liverpool manager? Is it Alex Ferguson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, it's Bob Paisley. Okay. So my reasoning behind it is like Shank built the foundations. But Shank, 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 you you and Philip Bezzi's me and that me me made Shank and I Shank. And it's made big food. <laughs> it's not like a prison Shank. Like a prison yard. <laughs> built the foundations and Bob took it on. And Shank I feel and like Klopp is Shank made us. I feel face. like I feel like. <laughs> Yergs has built the foundations. <laughs> Yerg has built the foundations, and Bob is ready to just drive forward for the trophies. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking of Bill, Bill Shankly in a prison, just as Shank, like the tough guy you like you go to to get shit done, but he's got a heart of gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we need a pack of smokes. Yeah, yeah. smoking them for you. Yeah. I think like it needs to be someone. Can, can I take Pep Guardiola off Man City? Um, That's a great show. I, you, I mean, I he's not take, a past manager, though. I, okay, Barcelona's Pep Guardiola. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting him against this current one, and then the other, like, see how like mega mind each other, and eventually something might happen. Um, what if he does, you know, peps himself for us? Yeah, but then he, and then Tuchel steals the league. Yeah, <laughs> both of their teams, <laughs> both of them just fall apart in the Champions League. Yeah, that's the worry, isn't it? Um, I'd go do it. I would go Shankly because I think the team is good enough. Just I think it almost picks itself and it plays itself now. Someone to stand on the barricades and just motivate everyone. Like yeah, like just give it the beans as well. Like you know, get the fans going. A couple of inspirational quotes. Like you can see Bill, you can see Shank just going to the cop and just like beating his chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go for Shank. 
Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, they're both good shells. I, I, I like the the, the Shankly thing. In terms of, I agree in that is that having someone there who just gets to bark and you, you're a bit. You've got like the the order of respect or whatever. I nearly went Rafa just for the fume because imagine Rafa was yeah, parachuted in and wins a quadruple as Liverpool as Liverpool or a treble as Liverpool manager and. Um, <laughs> and all the Evertonians are just sat there, relegated, looking at their former manager, celebrating while being paraded round the streets of Liverpool. Oh, Agent Rafa, job one hundred percent complete. That's the, probably the right answer. Cast them in bronze. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you can't book a, a weekend in Wales at the end of the season. It's booked up. Everton fans have booked that shit right yeah. up. They are I was going to say, if Rafa was to win that with Liverpool, there wouldn't be a far enough place in Wales to get away from the celebration. Anglesey would be chocker. Like, edges of Anglesey as far as Abigaili, mate. As far away as you can. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, if you're live with us, you can leave your uh, suggestions for who, which manager from the past uh, you would bring us in to get us to the end of the season. And, I mean... I I've got a new kickoff question for next year, next week. Sorry, um, Liverpool managers. One, Liverpool managers with as prison names. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've already. I think I've already submitted my answer. Big Joe is one of them. Like Big Joe and Shank, like they they're like man in the courtyard. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you're Fagan, so I've got a pretty rough. Is a pretty yeah, 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 historically yeah. rough name in, in general. Like Graham Shunes, you can't be Graham. You can't be Graham in prison. Suey doesn't sound really doesn't no, sound super hard yeah, either. Does there's no, yeah, there's no one the comments. Liverpool managers as, as prison nicknames. Or, we- or prison weapons. <laughs> oh, Chris has won again. I, I tell you what, mate, I'm fucking one step ahead of you, aren't I? Like, you know what I mean? Me and me old pal Shank. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, right, sounds yeah. Um, we're gonna come on to do uh, running predictions. We're gonna talk a little bit about what's been going on uh, over the international break and what have you. In a second, we have had a, a member uh, comment from Ashley Frith here on YouTube saying, "Love the legends predictions for our trophy collection this season. Let's get all four great work as always, guys." YNWA, thank you so much, much Ashley. Yeah, if you haven't checked that video out, then do. Uh, it's on the YouTube channel right now. Um, but uh, we want to talk about our sponsor for this week, for last week and the week before. It's all going swimmingly with who knows wins. Um, the incredible prediction game uh, that is uh, yes, rightfully sponsoring the podcast at the moment. We'll have a little look at the results in a second. Um, how are we all? How are we all feeling? It was a, it was a weird. <laughs> Tom just nah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Tom just Tom just Tom just looked at it and went international games. Nah, not Champ- for me. Nah, not for me. No, Tom, thank had, you. Tom has a moral obligation to do of any any analysis on international football, so he just opted out. I think of this one. So yeah, of the of the it was nine games because one of the games was just postponed. Um, so coming on top of the leaderboard this week on alphabetical order is Mr. Chris Pajak, followed by Sai, followed by Steve, and then we've got a. a Three of us on five of Charlie, Ross, and myself. Not on alphabetical order. Not on alphabetical order. order. Yeah, I've been, so I've been I get stitched. The win. I've been stitched there. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. You get the win. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Sure, it's a joint. Win. No, I'm top. That's okay. That's fine. Um, yeah, small, we, small wins. Yeah, absolutely. Should we bring up the uh, the games for, for for this week? We're still waiting on the hat. We're still waiting. I, on the I, yeah, Reese messaged me the other day. The hat is apparently on route. I don't know where it's coming from, but it's not being couriered. <laughs> <is it>? like, <laughs> yeah, he, he might be hand delivering it at some point. Yeah, it's, it's it's making its way. I think it's like the Olympic torch. It's just having like a, a, a tour of the city before it gets here, like random stops. So yeah, I think this week last they probably week, should should have bought a hat, branded it, and posted it to us. 
I think that would have been the best way to do it, rather than like make the hat from scratch and hand deliver it. Walking. Which is probably what. Yeah, it's, it's being it's being hand stitched on right the train now. right yeah. right now. Well, yeah. I hope it. I hope it's like a. It better be a good fucking hat. I hope it's like crocodile Dundee's hat. That's what I want it to be. What, what do you want like? But added with like the corks and stuff, maybe. Just, like, just yeah. Why not? Yeah. Like elves, just elves. No, no. elves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought last week was hard because international friendlies are ridiculous. By the way, low, I think quite a few people got nine out of nine, so fair play to them. By the way, anyone who predicted that Ireland were going to draw with Belgium, shout you deserve your I thought I, I thought England, Switzerland, and I said this last week, was nailed on draw because they that's how England tend to play in those friendly games. Everyone goes, oh, they're going to batter these. And as it turned out, they, they very nearly actually lost it, didn't they? So I, think they turned, I, think, I think they turned it round. They won 2 1. I know they won 2 1. Switzerland leading the game. Switzerland that's close enough to nearly lost. So, yeah, that's enough book. detail that I could have just stopped talking really and we'd have been fine on that. Shakiri got one of the match, I believe. Okay, cool. Brilliant. It might not be true. I didn't I've got no analysis on this game of football. Whatsoever. I didn't know what happened until. Yeah, yeah. Until, I was going to make a joke about his hair, but you've got to be careful these days. Um, the, um, especially nice to see. That'll get you slapped these yeah. days. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, so this week's games, I actually think there's, well, there's Premier League football back for a start, yes. which, is, which is good for us. Well, maybe I say this two um, sides that lose look, a lot Brighton versus Norwich, <laughs> like all the best predicting oh. that one. Speaking of holding the L's, look at all the L's on Brighton versus Norwich. Oh, yeah, Brighton, Norwich, Burnley, Man City. Um, then go to the Championship for Carl. Would any of you have the bottle to 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 back a result that you want to happen? Yeah, I'm back and draw Burnley, Man City. No. Okay. I, 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 I like you. I, I, I like that. I like you. I'm willing you to win. The the Wales Derby, is that what you call it? I don't know. It's horrendously... The Wales Derby. What, is it Cardiff. The South Wales Derby? It's more South Wales Derby. Cardiff Swans. Yeah. Cardiff Swans, yeah. Um, then we've got... the, uh, we play in the English League Welsh Derby. Yep. Yeah. Chelsea Brentford, we've got Leeds versus Southampton. Got, I mean, that's going to be a tough one to play. Peterborough versus Middlesbrough, QPR, Fulham, Stoke, Sheffield United, and then Wolves, Villa. Oh, more Man United v Leicester. That's a tough one. Yeah, so I think I think that's going to be a tough one to get ten on in this week. If I'm honest, mm. I, if you offered me seven, now I'd take seven. Okay, I'd take a nice seven. Have then. you ever gotten? I've got seven. Hide, once, have you ever so had like, higher than seven? I'll bite your hand off for seven. Have you ever had? Higher than seven. Yeah, but yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm I'm happy with what I've had. Yeah, I think I've had sevens. Yeah. Maybe I can't remember. I've had but, seven once last week, I think. Yeah. But it's not gonna, I, don't, I think seven. Might, okay, I think seven might win you some dough. That's like saying you'd want somebody who's in. I think the thing with the thing with my seven is a rising tide floated all boats. The games were dead easy and really lopsided. That's why I got seven, mm. and everyone got seven and I got no money. I think that would be sevens won money. I think seven will on that because that, that, I think United Leicester. Look, you can look at the percentage like twenty four are going for Leicester, which is quite high. Wolves Villa, it's. Four 41 going for Wolves and 38 for Villa. Yeah. People are very, very... There are a lot of close split games there. I am just a big fan of you You making the case for settling for something that's better than pretty much anything you've ever had. Yeah, but I... I, I no, don't, no, it's fine. I, I that's fine. No, 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 I, I appreciate you should, it. That's an elite mentality. I was say, you should, as, as an employee of yours, you should be happy that I don't settle for what I think is mediocrity. I think seven's a great score this week. Okay, cool. That, yeah, great. Yeah. Um, just to make the point on this, obviously you can download the app using the link in the description underneath um, or alongside or whatever, but you don't actually have to get all 10 right which is the, the best part of the game it's not like when you put an acker on and you're crossing your fingers and toes and then one result can ruin the whole thing for you You, it, it's down to how everyone else sort of performs or doesn't perform so yeah your instinct can actually get you into a position where 7 could be a brilliant if the hat arrives this week is Tom wearing it? 
Uh, well, everyone who's at lost. this point, I think everyone's lost at least. Have you lost? We'll have to do like an Instagram montage or, what, or whatever. Well, I, you know, the, you know, you know on TikTok when you put your hand in front of the camera and pull it away. We'll do that. Wait, so it's hand in front, and then it's me wearing a hat, and I'll put my hand out. And then Chris can be, Chris can be. You can be doing the dad dance in no the background, yeah. yeah. Do you know any TikTok dancers? Yeah, I know all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do they? Chris did himself a crash course on TikTok for the week. It was like one of those random. Does anyone know what the login is for TikTok? I was like, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you did WhatsApp and say, what's the login for our TikTok account? Yeah. I was desperate to see what you were going to do with it. Yeah, that's what so Chris doing Just the floss. Chris doing Just the floss. Right, Sal, so, yeah. I'll tell that. Like, um, do uh, be gamble aware, of course. And if you're not into that kind of thing, then please don't. But if, you, if you're into that kind of thing and you fancy a little bit of a fun, you want to play along with us and see where we rank in the league because we're highlighted now. So, our successes and failures are duly noted in every in every league table. No, we are highlighted in blue at the bottom, and generally at the bottom as well. Are you, by the way, are you doing an example of, of this year? It could be there if, if size. Could, there we go. There's all of us in blue. Uh, we we finished above Robbie. Ah, uh, unlucky. Robbie got four. Ah, and you face whoever does Robbie's picks for him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, right, Sal. Um, right, cool. Yeah, get involved. Links in the description underneath. It's, it's a good fun. We're having a good time. Only if you're 18. Don't, if you're not 18, don't bother. Yeah, absolutely. Don't just sack it. But if you're over and you're into that kind of thing, get involved with us. Right. <laughs> um, it's been an international break. We, we referenced this yet? Yeah, it's um, it was the poor legends, Barcelona legends. Chris, you decided to have a, a, a full weekend off, which I'm sure was absolutely splendid. It's completely swerved it. It was fantastic. I got to um, I got to go the AXA like and see it for the first time, and it was um, I tell you what, like you you see the, the players talk around it, and Klopp's talked around it, and all that kind of stuff. And I know we have this. Whenever, it get, whenever Liverpool have had a couple of bad results and everyone remind, re, just decides they hate the owners again, like the whole idea of Liverpool paying for the training facilities, like, oh, and what? When you go and see it, like, I mean, I've been in Melwood, I'm fortunate to be in Melwood a few times, I've been around it, and it's, it's Melwood's cool, I love Melwood. In comparison to nothing, I always thought Melwood was really impressive until I walked in the doors of the AXA. And What's the difference between... Kirby and the AXA as it, as Kirby as it was. So it's that's still there. Next door. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean it, that's I think that's just the under 18s and and below effectively just use the old academy building. But like you you effectively so nowhere near though, it. When you walk in, well, you, you, go you, just, in, you, you just, go nowhere near that. That's like it we, might we, well we've be been different. there. We've all been there. Yeah. What like when you walk in, Kirby's just it feels like offices almost. To, when you walk through, it feels that like first a posh hotel. Door, you know what I mean? Whereas Melwood had that. Big opening. You walk through the glass. It's well more. Else. It's well more Melwoody than it. But you've got the giant glass sort of front. We, we, to be fair, we only went through the under twenty threes entrance rather than the players entrance. So what their entrance looks like, I've got, I've got no idea. I imagine it's gold plated. Where did we uh, go the other day? Was that under twenty threes? Yeah. Um, do they have like a Batman style underground car park that you'd have to get through through a bush nearby? No, they've got a manhandle in your lateral flow tests. Oh, it's <laughs> not as, quite as cool as I was picturing it. No, to be honest yeah. with you. But either way, absolutely immense and just, just, just like one of those things where you can see how and obviously Jürgen's influence on it of they've created a place where you just want to be so there's loads of like just it sounds stupid but like there's loads of like there's like outdoor decking areas with like chairs and barbecues and heaters and the idea is like the you, you'd want to hang out there is so it like a modern day version of where the foot soldiers hung out in the first turtles film I what 
you know the foot soldiers where the the hideout was, and it was a bit like the, it was a bit like those pool tables, and it was a bit crazy outy and all that type of stuff, but more mm. sports led. <laughs> it's a bit more like it's a bit more like if you could if you could if you were allowed to do push ups, it's easy. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah it's like know. very glass, very like <laughs> piney wood stuff. Like you mean, they have like swing Me- seats. Very Mediter- It's very like Mediterranean restaurant chic. Is the is okay. the, is the, the best part bad. is that you've got automatic lawnmowers just going around the place. Yeah, like my mate's got one of them. They're quite it's like it's, it's a little bit droney. It's a bit like that could turn on me and kill me because you're just walking along and next minute there's like a, a little lawnmower just do they, do they have like a special vibes robot wars track for the lawnmowers to compete to see who is king dinger almost, almost certainly good yeah because um, they feel like they would have missed an opportunity if they'd not got that but it far. was one of those points where you walk around the end it's just like a like, robot lawnmowers and you're just like can you stand on them I mean, you could. Ooh. What do you think is going to happen, though? <laughs> you cut the grass no. closer to the surface. I mean, fair, yeah, yeah. If you want to dig to, like, Australia, you just stand on I one. I tried to do that once from my mum and dad's greenhouse and failed. Wow. Well, dig to Australia? Yeah, yeah. Where did you get to, like? Two foot under the lawn. Honestly, yeah. I was Let me finish. I was there for three hours. Okay. Okay, you were two foot close. Listen, you were two. You were two foot closer to Australia than you probably were three hours earlier. It's true. I mean, you could have walked. I was maybe so, closer so disappointed. And yeah, I, I was talking about this at the weekend with Kat because I was like, I "Bet my mum and dad just fucking love that." Because I was just out of their air for like three hours digging, and they were like, "Fucking." Where's Christopher? Digging to Australia, get in. Yeah. Who filled, who filled it? Is it or is this one of those like gangster style situations where you're effectively digging your own grave? I feel like I did, but I didn't end up there. Sure, on the back of the head when you got that. Yeah, well done. Good building. Um, yeah, no, really, really, really impressive. What was mad about it was Thanks, Paul. we went to speak. We speak, spoke to some of the legends on our training on the Friday. They've never, they've never been there before, and that's one of those really weird things. Like I got, I got to see it before. Lads who've like won European Cups for Liverpool. So like we were doing we were stood on this balcony and they kept walking out and going oh, like breathtaking when they when when they get to see the pitch. Like Jamie Carragher was saying he's come down because he he'd not he'd not been there before. It's like you don't really think about that, do you? About the impact of the last two years and how disassociated everyone's been from. That has been on on ultra mega lockdown. <laughs> Jack and, uh, Jack and Jamie's got like envy, like because he bought Melwood. Yeah, like house envy when you when you buy the wrong house and then you oh, turn yeah. up and you're like, oh for fuck's sake yeah. like the neighbours have done me again. It's like when you buy a car, you buy a new car and then you make buys a, a get a better deal on a better <laughs> one and you go oh oh yeah the access don't you know what's amazing the, the I'm not trying to really boring like the pitches are like it's like immaculate like obviously they've tried to get them as close to Anfield as they can obviously Jürgen has, has mentioned about that and it's it's unreal it's absolutely well, unreal one thing I loved it, just about the just briefly about the Legends game because it was a Legends game so when we I, I referenced this because remember when we went to the um, was it the 86 Cup Final yeah. replay one and it was the dullest game of football yeah. we've ever watched in our life they do this every year because the sun's always shining so you get lulled into this notion that it's a summer day so you'll t- often they're not, more often not going t-shirt and shorts but it also kicks off at three and finishes at five which is at the time where in spring it just stops it immediately goes back to being winter again um, so you're freezing cold the sun's gone and what you tend to find there's a bunch of fellas who, who put all their effort into about five ten minutes of footy and then the legs fall off but they also realise that that it mat- nobody wants to embarrass themselves by that point. And we watched the most, the biggest stalemate game of football played out. Well, sorry, are we talking about our 
five aside on a on a Thursday night. Or we talk about the Legends game here. <laughs> yeah, you say we'll say different budget budget fellas past the prime. We don't want to get hurt. Um, yeah, that effectively we put that, everything into the first five minutes yeah, yeah. and then really don't want to lose. But it was it was I enjoy, I did I must admit I enjoyed it. Who? What was Stevie like? What was Stevie like? Come on, the best player by a mile. Yeah, yeah, genuinely. Like you know, you just, you look at it and you're like, there's some obviously Rivaldo was there, and there's a couple of players that I don't think have lost it, and Gerard's one of them. Although you can see he's starting to physically, you can you can you know he's not he's not as athletic. As he's still he he's still up front, and he he, yeah. he wasn't tracking back, Stevie, but. You know, he looked the fittest. Daniel Agger looked like, just like Daniel Agger, like, and, which is ironic. He looked like he, a lad who'd had his career cut short and was desperate for a game with Togger. Like, he he come back on again. Yeah. Like I said to Jamie Carragher, has Daniel Agger ever come back onto a football field again in his life? Not within six weeks. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> he was buzzing for it. Carragher got dragged back on again because Phil Babb didn't last. Phil Babb got injured, yeah. But it, you know Car- what? P- post? Floor, and then the the the, the, uh, the physios run on, and he started waving them away. Go, no, I don't need you. I don't need you. So they start running off, and then he goes, actually, no. They <laughs> <laughs> to wave them back on again. I do need you. The um, what was Paddy like? Did he bring his wand? Paddy Berger. Yeah, he he's a very handsome man. He's a very handsome he's a very, man, and he's a very good smelling man. Considering he just done, he, he played footy for a while. He, he'd obviously showered by the time I got to speak to him. Whatever cologne Paddy's wearing was sensational. On point, like yeah, really good. Yeah, no, he, yeah, that, yeah, that Dilf. Salt and pepper beard as well, yeah, really. Cool. He, uh, he, I think Paddy struggled a little bit. There was a few, the, you know, the one who just didn't look like he'd stopped playing football, or Luis Garcia. Like he, he, he lacked the, and he always lacked the engine. You know what I mean to go beyond. But like, he's, he's, he's so silky. Like he genuinely, he could just, play, he could just go and play a, le- a decent level of football because he's so good on the ball. He did. A lot of them look like, you know, just. You're just a bit older, and your touch is just a bit more awkward, and everything. He just genuinely looked like a well, like a world class footballer. It was mad. another one who was very handsome. He's a good looking fellow yeah, too. Was, yeah, absolutely. So it was very impressive. It was a nice, it was a nice afternoon out and what have you. But ultimately, yeah, that that like, I mean, to be fair, they all clearly got absolutely slaughtered the night before. So there's no way they were. I mean, oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and again. And again, that on night. The night well. I thought on the night, he was, I thought he might have been hard. They were all out having a meal the, 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 night, the night before. So, I mean, they do. That's just what football. We've experienced it yeah. first hand with footballers. Chris has also experienced it when he's playing a game of footy at Anfield the next day as well. Oh, yeah, he said to me, we're going out for food tonight. And he just looked at me as if to say, you know what I mean. <laughs> I'll have to fill my entire body full of ale. <laughs> uh, right, so um, there was international football. Yeah, one of the highlights, I think, for this was seeing Jordan Henderson's <laughs> total bafflement at Harry. Maguire's rondo technique. Now, is it because I because I, I originally I watched it and I was like, well, that's not that much, but it's like it's meant to be one touch. Yeah, and he takes a touch. Hendo's counting. He takes two. Hendo's counting because he's going like, what? And they're up to like thirty something, and the ball comes to Maguire and he just traps it. And then take, and he just goes. It wasn't even a good touch. He had to he controlled it with his left foot, and then he had to get his right foot involved. And then he looked up for the hair to pass it back to, and he wasn't there. You know what? There's this thing. There's this, there's this notion in football, isn't it? When it, when people decide that a football player is rubbish, and often this comes from like it can be a very small thing. So like weird individuals can just decide a really good footballer's crap and then build up this agenda themselves. But it's writ large when it's like commonly accepted that someone's in bad form or someone's not good. Harry Maguire's having a tough old time in his football career at the moment. England and social the, media guy does not care. He does not need to be <laughs> doing that to Harry Maguire. Like, I, mean, I mean, we often find Props. this like, yeah. <laughs> Big shout out to England social media guy for giving that the green light. Like, what a guy. Do you, I honestly wonder if they just, he didn't know what he was filming. 
Like they just feel it's doing a rondo, ha ha ha, isn't it? And then they just go great, and 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 we'll tweet that out without actually playing it back and listening to it or whatever because and we know who's what he's doing. I can't, I can't, surely not. Oh yeah, I'd he's like a Leicester fan. I'd like to think, I'd like to think the person did know and just or like really was it really funny because the way Hendo looks at him is hilarious. It's like, it's like, are you, what the fuck? Are you, what, he's, he's quite, he's like baffled. Like he's never seen this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's used to standing next to like Mo Salah and Mane in these rondos, and now he's standing next to this big fucking fridge head. And he's like, what the, <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what the, what the fuck's that? Yeah. <laughs> but but they've done th- like, by the counts, like thirty odds. It's a good rondo. Yeah yeah yeah. Well, that's why they got him involved at thirty odds. No, but that's the point. Is that <laughs> the first time Maguire's <laughs> yeah, it? It's the first time odds. he's ever done a rondo. Like it looks like it. Yeah. He's probably normally just heading the ball. Between him and Varane, that's it. That's all I, they do. Because I watched the, the Legends rondos and they were a bit slower, but they they understood how to do a rondo. And some of these are like well before rondos became a cool hipster footballing choice. You know what I mean? She's to knock it back. Harry doesn't understand a lot. Have you ever seen him try to pull the offside trap? <laughs> he, he doesn't understand it. See that, that milk in the fridge turned quicker than I've ever before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the last time someone looked at you Chunky. like Jordan Henderson just looked at Harry Maguire? Like we just so okay, I'll tell you what it was. It was when me and Chris were watching. It was either a Champions League game or a Euros game, and they brought up the running stats, and I said, "That's a bit mad." Oh, they've done that. <laughs> true. Why have they done it in? They've done it in like kilometers, and you, oh, would it be easier if they'd done it in miles? No, like the, the Champions League normally does it in meters, and then I just paused, and you look, and, I, and you just turned and looked at me, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like kilometers, like." It was just me failing to move the decimal points. It just looked at me like, like, yeah, did not even change the really change the metric of measurements. It was literally just the condensed version of it. But. Uh, it happens a lot, but the time that probably sticks out the most recently, and I can't believe I'm going I'm <laughs> to say this on a on a show on YouTube as well. On YouTube, yeah. <laughs> oh God, we were my mum and dad. Oh my god! And someone passed me a photograph, and I pinch zoomed the fucking thing. An actual photograph. I went, and everyone was like, "No!" It had to zoom in on the phone, an actual photograph. You know what you should have done? Just brought it closer to your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, my, that was my, probably the worst. My lad Lucas looked at me like that the other day because he was playing on Roblox and he went, Daddy, can you have a go? Because he couldn't do this. Like, yeah, it's mad. Roblox is mad, by the way. It's like jumping around everywhere and he goes, Dad, I can't get over this thing. He went, I've got like two lives left. Can you have a go or something? And I, I fell off once and he just looked at me and I'm I, I like, ah, I understand now. I've got it again. And I just did it and I died straight away and he just looked at me as it's say. Like, you're my role model in life and you're an imbecile. Like, you can't make my little Roblox man jump one little step. And he looked at me like, Jordan Henderson. Like, he was like, what's wrong with you? Like, I'm, like, I'm a complete idiot. And maybe he's right. It's going to happen to us all at some point. Like, where you're going you're gonna to pick up a piece of technology and not be able to comprehend it. I got the game. Well, I, 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 I made it. the point to Chris the other day that I've, I've discovered that I, I don't close apps on my phone anymore, and that's a very slippery slope. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be having bigger texts soon. Yeah, I was saying that all my apps were closed, so I got my phone out, and there was tons open. I was like, oh, it's come to me you've as well. A, you've got a flip case on your phone as well. Yeah, yeah, I had that for a while. That's like, quite yeah. daddish. Yeah, yeah. you have a stylus next. You got a stylus, haven't you? 
Ja, ze ja. Kost alles? Ja, ze ja. Kost alles, want super, want super, want super. Ja, 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 100%. Ja, ja, I'm going to start using my, uh, my forefinger to type text messages out. Again? <laughs> Again. That's how we used to do it, yeah, what we've yeah, moved yeah, on, absolutely. surely. Um, you know I mean? Actually, I just realised, was mentioned, someone mentioned it in the comments, I just wanted to talk about this. We saw the FA have decided to put buses on, but like... Enough for about... A token gesture. 100 buses, is it between, is 100... Is it 50 each? It's like, it's like, is it a percent or 10% of the fans or something? I think it's like 3,000, isn't it? People can get the down bu- there on the buses yeah. or something. I, I don't I don't think they understood what the issue was about the cup final. The issue wasn't people can't get there. People would have found a way to get there. It's the fact that the M6 is going to be horrendous because there's going to be no... Every single Liverpool fan, every single Man City fan, majority of them are all going to be on that same motorway at the same time. The buses things, it's a token gesture, because, but it's not... That wasn't the issue because you know what? If if we, if we wanted to go on the bus, I could have just got on a bus. There was always going to be a bus, and the price probably would have been cheaper because the trains are fucking expensive. It's the fact that the road is going to be mental. Like our, our motorway systems are a joke anyway. So you're adding every, you're adding forty thousand Liverpool, seventy thousand Liverpool fans, and ten thousand Manchester City fans on the same motorway. <laughs> Easy joke. Um, yeah, it's it's just idiot. It just baffles me. I I, I just play it. In, sure. Just play it somewhere else. Well, yeah, yeah, and and it, right, the tokenism of it all. It's just like I, I, it's it's like that. We've had this in a few walks of life, Chris. But we go. What's the what's the smallest number? That sounds like a big number. And they've gone. Should we give them fifty buses? No, that's that sounds pathetic. Seventy-five? No, a hundred. Ooh, a hundred buses. Yeah. It. It's One a big number. Hundred buses. Wow. Um, it's why I use centimeters over inches. But I, but I, um, I realised. So I did. I did um, the the overlap last last week. That the Gary Neville thing. And I was I was sat next to Sophie Rose, and she, and she and the, this came up like about the the, the Wembley and not being able to get down there. And I was going on, it's an absolute joke, it's a, it's a piss take, blah, blah, blah. And she read, can't you get an Uber? And that, and I, and I, and this is a person who splits the time, you know, where it's between Las, Las Vegas and, and London, so you've, money's clearly not an issue for some people. But if you want an example of how pe- some people think about these things, of, it's like that, can you not, you know, and it's, 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 it's not to say so as a Tory, because she, she probably is, but the, um, there's the, like, like, can you not just? Could you not just fly? It's like yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> but really, you know, when it's like seventy pound return on the train, or you know, like I said, yeah, I absolutely could. But this, that'll be the mentality of, of the FA. It's like, like how much is a pint of milk? It's like, is is a hundred pounds enough to buy yourself a pint of milk? Yeah, yeah, that'll that that'll do. The fucking they've got they're so detached from reality. It's. It's pathetic. It's genuinely pathetic, and it comes down to it, doesn't it? Because if like they'll just go, they'll figure it out. That's why food banks exist. I'm not saying that the FA yeah, are yeah, quite as bad as that. on other people to yeah. sort the problems out, and you know, for the most part, Liverpool fans, mate, we got to Kiev. Like, you know what I mean? We can we can get to places. Got to Istanbul. It's, it's getting it's getting to the not the point. It's that you shouldn't have to make it so difficult in the first place for us to be able to get there. You know, when you look at it, it's like. Has there been football played on Easter weekend in the FA Cup in forty years or something? It's a mad, it's a mad time to throw an FA Cup semi final anyway. Um, Jürgen has to take some part in this because he's fucking killing our wallets off getting to all these finals and stuff like that. <laughs> he is absolutely rinsing us left, right, and centre at the moment. But having to go down there, the tickets, what was it? Yeah, happiness. About... Try paying for a train with happiness. I know. Like, what was the Carabao Cup? The cheapest ticket it was like ninety. 
90 I don't know whatever like it's expensive to be able to follow your football team at the best of times like the away fans it's not just this it, the, the problem with this is all of this is outrage from specific incidents where we need to look at it on the whole like you know 20 is plenty you know that that it's forgotten when was the last time someone mentioned that to you because they made a token gesture that wasn't good enough but it satisfied people you know, well, at the time well, and stuff like that. media were, were like funding a lot, of, a lot of that stuff at the time as well. Maybe. It's like, yeah, it's like, you know, like mad things like, you know, Newcastle playing against Brighton in half 12. You know, just mad things where they just don't, yeah. they just do not give a fuck. And the, again, the, 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 I think they think they're idiots. Oh, well, there's no change. We'll put on, we'll put on buses. That is not the problem. You're, the problem is we are in this, this country where the M6 is 50 mile an hour for like, all of it anyway. It's just one crash on that M6 and then after like 45 people are late for the game. And, that's, and they're just, just yeah. jam-packing that. And it's the same route because, you know, what we're going we're gonna to meet at Man- the Manchester, they're probably going to meet on the same motorway and every single person. Now, there's nobody on the train at all. It's just absolute bananas. And again, they, they, they don't care, but you know what the flip side is? You'll, you'll be there. And that's the thing. They don't care because ultimately they know. Well, I said this, no the, the, the ground will be full. No one will notice because... It'll be like, because uh, to be fair, it's like how it's, it's harder to get tickets for London away for Liverpool because there's a big Liverpool contingent down south and the teachers they'll hoover them up. And will Liverpool will fill their allocation? Of course they will. Um, but you're right; it doesn't. It's not the point, is it? And that, but, but again, it boils down to it. They don't care because as long as the tickets sell and as long as they get bodies in the seats, they don't really care who's there. And again, it goes back to that mentality of if you can't afford it, well, you can't afford it, can you? you can't afford to go go work harder. Everyone's got the same twenty four hours in the day. All that kind of shite that comes from the back of it, and because it, it's still seen as a pastime for a lot of people in charge, it's not an obsession. Where. You've got you want you want to be at every game. It's a point of pride to be at every game of football. Being able to say I haven't missed a game for X amount of years. It's like a yeah, it's like the, 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 the same people who don't get like they're the people who buzz off a let off the Queen at a hundred. You know, it's there's, there's, there's different things of different points of pride for different people. Being able to get to the football and not have it absolutely bankrupt yet, but the fucking FA are pricks aren't they? And they don't they couldn't, yeah. couldn't give less. Wembley, Wembley has to pay, do you have to pay for Wembley because they oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what well that's it. They, and that and that's the point. They've, they've, they've fucked themselves with that, haven't they? they the semi final shouldn't be at Wembley. It's a joke. It's an absolute. It's a joke. It just takes away from it. Me and Neil Jones were talking about this on um, Journal Insight the other day. I think the clip might be on YouTube as well. Uh, no, I don't think that that clip was actually. I think the financial fair play stuff was. Um, but it's like you know they weren't they weren't at Wembley. Obviously, they, they they did go to Wembley prior to the new stadium, but then they went back to normal early nineties. Uh, I think, and, and you, you're looking at it and you're going, well, hang on a minute, like. I get that you've got a stadium to pay for, but you also use it for loads of other things as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, surely the the semi-final at Wembley is not the peak of somebody's career. Like, that, and, that's, and, and there is an argument that says, and Neil was saying this, that, you know, the FA believe that just playing at Wembley is brilliant for somebody. No one gives a shit about playing in a semi-final and getting beat at Wembley. Mm-hmm. Not if you're a player. John Henderson doesn't care where he where he plays a semi-final. He wants to play the final. And actually, I think you do take away from the spectacle of the final. Certainly as a fan. I remember that FA Cup semi-final against Aston Villa, mate. Yeah. That was one of the worst atmospheres I've ever been in for a game that mattered so yeah. much. I like, was at Wembley. Because it, there was a, we, we were supposed to beat them. And you're at Wembley... It takes away from the final if you get there. It, there's just loads of reasons, not yeah, just the not, fucking travel. It's not special, is it? No. I was at Old Trafford in 06 for Chelsea. I was at the Wickham of 2001, Villa Park. Amazing. Uh, and I get the point. You, you can fit more people into Wembley, so more fans will get to go. 
Wembley's a bit shit anyway, I'll be honest, as a, as a, as a thing anyway. But, like, there's a, you know, Manchester City and Liverpool are from the north. Just pick a stadium in the north. Like, it's not fucking rocket science. I get it. it may, I understand they can't use Old Trafford forever. Like, but Newcastle, Ellen Road. Like, there's enough, you know, where you're, where you're not making people trek all the way down the other end of the country. Palace versus Chelsea makes sense. Play it, play it, they play it at Arsenal's ground. But anyway, doesn't that makes sense? It just it's baffling to me that you're track two teams and two sets of fans down the other end of the country. It just it it I, I just doesn't well. The only logic is because they need to play for Wembley. What it. I no, I I you know what I really don't understand the more fans fucking arguments. I really don't understand it because we're talking thirty thousand anyway. Like if you get a home draw, you know you you're gonna have more fans than that in an earlier round. You know what I mean? So you're never actually going to get as many as you would at a home draw earlier on in the competition. Mm-hmm. Plus the fact that, you know, not everyone would go to a semi-final if it was a neutral venue. Who cares? It's the 30,000 fucking corporate that they're asked about. Yeah. They're not asked about how many Liverpool fans and how many Manchester City fans. Yeah. Forget that notion. Fill Club Wembley up. Exactly. Well, that's that's, what, it, that's they, what theirs they is about. They sell those Club Wembley subscriptions as well, so you can get like a Club Wembley season ticket effectively, and they're treating that like, yeah, so the, how do we fill our calendar with football matches and the semi-finals? Probably like a nice, like, oh, yeah, well, just the semi-finals. There you go. There's two extra games. But that, that's, yeah, that, that adds value 60, for money. 60,000. Corporate over the weekend. Yeah, do it. That's what they've done. Yeah. That's what they're asked about. Not how many fucking Liverpool fans and City fans get there yeah, at it's all. Good. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Horseshit, isn't it? Absolute horseshit. And also, like, you know, there's bigger games in the Premier League. Bigger games to come in the Premier League, hopefully. Yeah. We might only have 2,000 there. That, I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, but the biggest game of our season, we're going to have to cut, yeah, to, like, the, the City have took a few off, haven't they already? So, yeah, you're right, yeah. Yeah, well, that's a good point as well about, about the whole thing. About, it's just it's an FA Cup semi final. And I think their logic is Wembley's special. So, we want it, and by so more Wembley equals more special. Instead of realizing it's like well, like rarity adds value, you know, scarcity is 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 is, is part of the you know if we had if there was lots of diamonds, diamonds wouldn't be worth as much, you know that that, that kind of shit, and yeah, and, and it, as I say, we've done that. We won. You win a semi final, it's great, but it's not. There's no you can't have a let off from winning a sem, winning a semi final in this in the same way. And I suppose there's also the the bottom end of it. Maybe for some players getting to say I played at Wembley, if you're playing for a a lesser team, and you're not an international football, and you're not playing for a team that competes at that. Like you know, those the players, there's probably great examples of like players playing for these hard, you know, or lower quality teams getting to Wembley, and they get to tell the kids that great story. Maybe they're considering from that area, but they're not. They're thinking about the corporate. They're thinking about all of that. Which is yeah. stupid. I mean, look, if they had Old Trafford, is there sixty-five thousand, seventy thousand now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No corporate. Thirty-five thousand fans of each club. Yeah. I, I was there. For the last time I went to Old Trafford, it wasn't. It wasn't I good. mean, <laughs> I, I, uh, to, to make the joke, like if they want to renovate Old Trafford, then the, a good start and place would be to put the Liverpool and the Man City fans <laughs> in for ninety minutes in an FA Cup semi final. Absolutely, yeah, we're gonna pull all these seats out. Great, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, just quickly before we talk about the, uh, we're gonna start with our running predictions, but I want to highlight the fact that we spoke to obviously spoke to tons of legends. We got them to answer the question of how many trophies you think Liverpool are going to win uh, we've got about four or five days before that may, may come completely unravelled um, so yeah check that out that's, uh, that's on uh, on YouTube right now um, and as a podcast by and the way. as a podcast yeah. as well thank you Steve glorious stuff um, right season running predictions we're going to start with the FA Cup semis and the FA Cup final um, I want to know what you think is going to be happening Who's gonna? Who's? How's the same? He's gonna go. 
as the finals. Liverpool are going to beat Manchester City and Chelsea are going to beat Crystal Palace. Agreed. Chelsea in another final and probably, probably another penalty shootout. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It it feels like what's the most what's the most draining approach to the end of the season that Liverpool can go through? And if they're gonna do it, it's probably gonna be it's it's gonna be that, isn't it? Was it ninety three when Arsenal played Sheffield Wednesday in both cup finals and beat them in both cup finals? <laughs> yeah, it was there or thereabouts, wasn't it? Like in this scenario, I know Chef- Chelsea are slightly better than Sheffield Wednesday were back then, although there were no mugs back then by any means. But like, there is something about two sides meeting, and and, and here's the here's the narrative that I think you might like, Paul. Is all season long it's been about Liverpool and City, and actually for the most part, it could well end up being Liverpool and Chelsea in three finals. Well, there's an interest. You're right in that. There's an interesting potential story, and I don't think it will come true. This, I think, I think City will have a good end to the season, but that you don't know. You're not at the top anymore until someone overtakes you. And you're right. We've been like, oh, no, Chelsea. Oh yeah, they won the European Cup, but it was in the it was in the weird circumstances, COVID season, all that kind of stuff. Who, who really cares? And um, apart from the Chelsea fans, obviously. Um, and the idea that City could end up trophyless. And the trophy, right? It could, it could be Liverpool, Chelsea play the League Cup final. Liverpool, Chelsea play the FA Cup final. Liverpool, Chelsea play the Champions League final, and then Liverpool win the league. Liverpool, win the, <laughs> you know, Liverpool were to win the league, and City all of a sudden, despite being lauded as this unstoppable machine, could end up. The flip side is it could be City. Champions League finals, Chip FA Cup final. You know, and Paddy well. Vieira gets the old Chitty. FA Cup win. I would give <laughs> so very, very much. To have Crystal Palace in that final depends who it's against. <laughs> yeah, if it's against us, yeah, for us, yeah. If City go through, give them. If City go through, then give them Chelsea. And yeah, Chelsea. I like. like <laughs> that's, that's the one. The one sort of small caveat, and that to 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 predict future how we'll talk about these things is that if City beat us and Chelsea beat Palace, we'll be talking about the energy sapping of either of those <laughs> as we yeah. run the potentially. The, yeah, yeah. the thing is, what we should do is obviously after the after the City Liverpool game, we should all get together and go right now. Who wins tomorrow's FA Cup semi final? Liverpool win, we're all asking for Palace. We are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah without a shadow of a doubt in that one. Um, okay, so well, let's move on. Because the cup final, sorry, it's the week before the end of the Premier League season, isn't it? It's like the, the, the 14th of May, I think. So it's actually the week before we, we would play a Premier League. So, so yeah, if it, if, it, if it is City, by all means. How does that work? Because they'll move, they move a game to a midweek, I guess. Well, how? Because we've already. I don't, this is what happened last time. This, this, is, last this time, is why yeah. City had to play Leicester in that mad midweek game. Yeah. Because, they, because they were in the cup final. I think that's right in saying. So, yeah, do you, I mean, that's the thing that we can't. We have to. We'll factor in, but we can't possibly factor in. It, like, we've still got to fit. A, is it a. What's our game? No, it was United, but they threw it on that random Tuesday. Yeah, we've got. Well, we've, no, we've moved it. The Villa game's been moved, hasn't it? Because that was supposed to be. In the place of the FA Cup semi uh, semi final no, weekend, Villa oh, game, yeah, yeah, Villa yeah. games postponed. Yeah, yeah, was the last, yeah, was the last yeah, round. Yeah, yeah. So like that's still got to get squeezed in somewhere. If it, oh yeah, it's, it's fucking chaos, isn't it? Yeah. Good, on oh, yeah. you, good on your Winter World Cup. Um, it's the Southampton game on this on the uh, in, in the middle of May. Well, the end of May just before we play Wolves, that you'd have to move going to Southampton away in a midweek. Remember we've done that before as well, and we would mm. remember the most out of top off goal. So, but the others lost to the yeah. Mate, it's it's how we're we gonna fit all these games in. I mean, talk about these footballers, we're going to be exhausted. No one's thinking about us, are they? Yeah, again, you're skinning us. <laughs> on deaf ears when I explained yeah. to John Achterberg yesterday how like, I found this quite tired and I'm not even doing any of the running around, mate. <laughs> it's like, he yeah, looked at right, 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 right. right. what the 
Yeah, shut up your dickhead. <laughs> Sitting in a room talking about football sounds knackering. Um, it is. It's a living nightmare. That's fine. Uh, it's absolutely fine. Um, it's really cool. Yeah. The, to, yeah, to the point, yeah, that, so Liverpool play, are due to play Southampton on the 15th with the Wolves on with Wolves final game of the season being the 22nd. If we were in the cup final, our Southampton game's got to move somewhere. They'll Villa probably game. just leave it where it fucking is. Play the day before. It does remember, you know what I mean? Oh, fucking yeah. FA Cup final Saturday, Southampton Sunday, <laughs> Sound like well head, done. Double header. <laughs> yeah, double header at Wembley. Fucking we'll just move Southampton up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll put on two free hotel rooms in the travel for the fans <laughs> nice one lids yeah yeah absolutely life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if AI could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans they supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, so let's talk about the Champions League. So I've got the, the latest 538 um, predictions for this one. Has to make the... To make the semis, Man City are at 82%, Liverpool are at 89%, Bayern 82 and Chelsea 59 Obviously, then lesser for Real Madrid and, and so on and so forth. The win percentage to win the whole thing, City 29, Liverpool 26, joined with Bayern Munich. That, that makes no sense to me. It, it does make sense, because I, I, I had this the other week with Paul when we were looking at it, weren't we? I don't know whether we were on cam or off cam, but Man City, they deem that that side of the draw is just easier. So if you look at the SPI numbers, um, Liverpool, Man City and Bayern Munich are all above 93, which is how good the teams are. Then there's a drop-off. So I feel quite disrespectful to Chelsea and Real Madrid. That. What they're what they're saying is that Liverpool have to play Bayern. They think mm-hmm. in yeah. the semi final, and they believe the gap between Man City and the next best team, Chelsea, is five SPI points. So there's we've got more of a chance of getting to the semis because we're against lower opposition. But they've got a better chance of making the final because they've got a better chance of making the final. They therefore got a better chance of winning the whole damn but, thing. I don't know what SPI means, but 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 sensational. I, it, it, I don't think the gap between Chelsea and Bayern Munich and Real Madrid and Bayern Munich is that big. That's that's what I'm again. It's again, it's all ranked right, numbers and stuff. But I think I think Chelsea 
my, I consider putting Chelsea. What it's effectively it saying as well is that because obviously it's point one of a difference between Liverpool and Bayern. They're effectively saying it's it's between, it's one yeah it's one or the other. They feel that we're both on a similar sort of a similar sort of level. I think Chelsea are closer to Man City than that. That's a big gap. Chelsea are really good, like really good. Yeah, yeah but they're also like are they ten points behind in the league, which all that type of stuff is based upon how they've done in this season's competition as well. You know, it's based on yeah. what the team is this year. It's okay. not based on past performances or anything like that. Okay, okay. I it's it's hard to do it because it's, I it, I can't quite wrap my head around the fact that we've got to get past Benfica first because it's dangerous, isn't it? That's a, that's that's the real sticking point on this because it's we're only in the quarters. Like quarters is okay, and we should. There's no reason why Liverpool shouldn't. They will. Yeah, yeah, and you're probably right. But we, we said this before when we played Inter Milan. Like, and I know we got past Inter Milan, but there is that thing of well, we should be beating these, but you're still going to go about the business and yeah. to the point about Liverpool's fixtures and everything that goes around it. It's just it's a thing that has to be done, and I'm very wary of that because there are. I mean, to the point of what's going on with Liverpool around the Benfica game, there's obviously sort of, I don't want to say bigger fish to fry, but there is. You know, you've got the two Man City games, Benfica, Man City, Benfica, Man City. You know, you're playing for, you're closer to two, even though you're further away in games from the league. That's a bigger step towards winning the yeah. league, and you literally, you know, you're you're in the fi- you're, you're straight in the final of the FA Cup if you if you win that. So, but what I like about all of that is that Liverpool play on the Tuesday before the Sunday for the City game, and there's you know having that extra day to prepare is obviously a good thing and rest and recuperate and etc etc. But also, like, there's I think Liverpool have got a greater chance of putting that tie to bed, such that the next week. The Wednesday, the thirteenth Benfica game, it might be a different side if you're able to get four or five goals or something like you know, like we were able to do against Porto, which means that you're actually prepared again better for the next Manchester City game. The lack of away goals thing definitely benefits stronger teams, I think, as well. In that, it, it, yeah, in the, I'm in yet to see how it really changes anything. Well, to be honest, what from the from the games that have happened, well, Real Madrid's a good example of it. In so much as Real Madrid could afford to just go to Paris. And park, and park the bus, and, it, and and knowing that they they felt they felt their their advantage of bringing it back to the Bernabeu would would favour them, and in that regard, it means Liverpool get to choose how they want to approach the tie because they don't because they don't need they don't effectively don't need the away goal to the point that it's I think it's subtle, but I don't think it's a, you're right. It's not a significant. Yeah, I don't think it's, it. I, yeah, maybe maybe the Real Madrid game maybe they would have they would have played like that anyway, or maybe they wouldn't have. You know what I mean? But. I remember sort of looking at it before it all started and thinking, what does it actually do to the football? Because it, it actually, if it, if anything, it discourages attacking football, which is completely opposite of kind of what they've all sort of gone about. But it all came from that COVID one, didn't it? You know, where they all threw them in whatever country it was. And it was really, really exciting. And those games just happened to be really exciting games between teams that were really well matched. We've done this. We've done this. Yeah, we've done this with content over the years. And you think the content that you make at the business end of the season will work at the start of the season, and it doesn't because it's very hard to generate excitement for games that don't really matter. So you're right. They felt they fell foul of like, oh, isn't this wonderful? A straight knockout, and look at the look at the excitement and drama. To be fair, like the semis are, are exciting. Over to I think think about Ajax and and Tottenham and think about us and Barcelona and there'll be countless examples of that down the years as well. Liverpool 
Chelsea, you know, all the way back in 2005 or whatever. There's, yeah. I, it, it, if anything, as I say, it kind of discourages. It's le- There's less impetus on the away team in the first leg to do anything. Yeah. You know, to go and to go and commit be- for the extra value of getting the away goals. Yeah, because like Real Madrid got beat one nil. Now if PSG score at the Bernabeu, Real Madrid needs three. Now it turns out that kind of is what goes on. But you know what I mean? Like getting beat one nil away from home in the first leg now isn't a bad result because you, you just know you need to win a game at home. Yeah. And at worst case, you get an extra time. Yeah, it definitely benefit again. Because what I mean that, by that is Jurgen Klopp. If it depends how he wants to play the game, and I, and I can't see he's going to do anything other than really play it how we how we play it. We'll go and go toe toe and, we'll, and we'll try and beat them, of course. But if he wanted to conserve energy. He can do that for sixty minutes and say, "Well, well, it's nil nil. I'll, 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 t- I'll, I'll, t- I'll change a bunch of players, knowing that nil nil is a pretty decent result because I'd bank on us just to beat Benfica, and there's no sting in the tail." At Atletico a couple of years ago, where and the away goal blows your plan. I mean, again, Inter Milan last time out. That's a much. That's a different complexion to that game. If that's an away goal, one more, one more and you're out exactly. rather than one more is extra time. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I say I think it benefits us in in that regard. I think we'll go flat out because we're coming back from an international break, and I think he his all he will will just look to blow this away a little bit. You you want to smoke them in that first leg? Like, then he gets he gets Tuesday, Sunday for City, and then effectively that you're making next because the week the turn around the week after is Wednesday, Saturday, um, and we we got a mini advantage there because we're at home. And I think City have to go in between the two games against those. They have to go to Madrid. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So that, again, that's another little. Again, another one that might be an advantage to you. I mean, that's going to be a horrible game for them. So I'm with you. I think he'll just. I think he'll go strong against Watford. Obviously, he'll go strong against Benfica there because he's got a big, big gap then to, to do. It. And like I said, the, the ideal situation there is you just absolutely blitz them. Uh, we had a couple of super chats relating to this. Uh, Andy App says, "I think both Liverpool and City will win one each. One will win league game, and the other will win the FA Cup semi. Hopefully, I'm wrong and we win both. Yeah, hopefully." Um, and Harry Lewis says, "Quads on, lads. That's all I got to say on this matter. Well, it is until it isn't, and the same as anything. We've been we've been here plenty of times. Not here, not this late in the season before, but every time Liverpool have a good season, we find a way to make it more disappointing for ourselves. You know, whether it's talking about going in bids, but like, Arsenal fans still." It was like, oh, you didn't go invincible, did you? And Wofford, oh, we stopped you going invincible. <laughs> that, lads, we just won the league. Amazing. The league, like, yeah. Yeah, and it's our first Premier League title. Yeah. It was lovely. Yeah, Thank yeah, you very much. It yeah. really wouldn't have mattered how we did it. But we can't help it. Like It's always that thing of... like Dream big. Just always dream big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dream big. But, uh, but don't, it, be, don't be gutted if it doesn't happen. Just yeah. but dream big, yeah, man. Yeah, without, without a shadow of a doubt. We'll move on to the... Um, the top four. We had a good old chat about well, this. On sorry, can we go back? Can I very, very quickly? What's your Champions League final? I think it is going to be Liverpool. It's either going to be Bayern or Liverpool versus Man City. You think City are getting there? I do. I, I think. I think I, honestly, I think City are winning the Champions League this year, and I can't be convinced. Well, I've just got this horrible. Yeah, I don't think they make the final. I Liverpool think make the final. I think it's Real Madrid make the final. What? Liverpool versus Real Madrid. Repeat. That. Like, don't get me wrong. That is like my. Dream final because of just the the arc of it. Yeah, exactly. Liverpool, Real Madrid, tremendous. And Mohamed Salah wins Liverpool the Champions League against Real Madrid. Yeah, that's what it's written. Sergio Ramos in the crowd because <laughs> he's obviously got nothing else to do because he's injured again, crying, suspended and injured. <laughs> uh, no, I'd love that, but I, I, I just City. I just if City don't win the Champions League this season, I just don't think they ever will. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. Uh, I, I look at it from we always look at it from the Liverpool. They story lost it and they go again. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I think that I think that that 
that experience will they'll just go on further yeah. this time. But I desperately hope I'm wrong. But I did. I said this back in December when I when and, and into January. You said we will win the league. I said this is the flip reverse of eighteen nineteen. <laughs> whereas yeah. we will will come. We will be the ones coming from the points deficit to win the league. And, but they will go and win the, the Champions League and that's going to be interesting if that happens how we would take that and I, what I like the fact is if like I had Steve McInerney was saying this the other day about like having the last word on the season by winning the Champions League it'd be great I just genuinely we would just be Liverpool's party would still be going on I think that like the attention would would not I just don't think it would get the attention City winning the, winning the Champions League in the same way unless they beat I don't want to lose a final to Man City so I'd I'd, I'd as it is a question, if you know Man City are going to win it... Can lose against Benfica, get out just lose. just lose against Benfica. Oh, wow. Save the legs. What's the, what's the fucking point? Yeah. What's, the, what's the point of getting run around the Allianz for yeah. two extra games? Yeah, man. But no, I, I, I think we are going to win the Champions League and the Premier League. It's the FA Cup I'm not convinced about. Um, but I'm not asked for the... I, I, <laughs> that was spoiled to me, by the way. I'm not doubting Liverpool. No, why would you? No, I'm not doubting them at all. Never like, do. Why, why have you given me this belief that you can doubt them? No, Where's no. that come from? We are, we are, we are believers. You know what I mean? No, I'm, I'm just playing it. I don't think you can play Man City four times and not lose once. Not thinking Liverpool are going to win. The, thinking Liverpool are not going to win a quadruple is not doubting Liverpool Football Club. It is now. It's, it's, it wasn't at the beginning of the season. It yeah, is now. Yeah, yeah. No I, 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 no, I don't think we're close enough for that yet anyway. I, 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 there's no point in talking, because it's not... With too many rounds away from it, it's fucking stupid. No. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a fun. It's your fucking segment. It's a fun. <laughs> com- it's a fun conversation. But this is what I'm saying is that to that point. Liverpool about beat it. Benfica. Liverpool yeah. beat Bayern Munich. Liverpool are in the final. I'm backing them all the way. To oh, to win, win the that Champions final. League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To win and, that final. Yeah. Liverpool play Man City in the FA Cup semi-final. I'm backing them to win it. And then you're backing them to beat Chelsea or Palace. And then I'm backing them to beat whoever they play in the final because that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's the way it works. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for me, I'm looking at it going, Chelsea are going to beat Real Madrid, although I think it's really close because Real have really sort of turned that around a little bit at the moment. Um, in the last game. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> Man City are going to lose to Atletico and Chelsea... You're convinced about that, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm convinced yeah, yeah. about it. And then Chelsea Chelsea beat Atletico and it's Liverpool-Chelsea again. The way that, and, I, and I guess it's going to be Liverpool-Chelsea. The way the draws, well. the draws of, in all the Cups have gone for us this season, you're right in that regard. It genuinely, we should not be shocked if we end up against Real Madrid and Crystal Palace in the final. And you're back in Liverpool to beat both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, in that regard, yeah. It's too much. Don't it's, doubt it. It's a long old. Don't doubt it. I remember the video of me fucking going off in December about how everyone's given up on on, on the league. I would, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Mr. Page, I'd. Top four. Arsenal in the box seat at the minute. Yeah. They've got a game in hand still over Tottenham. Arsenal on 54 points. They Arsenal have to play, on 51. Arsenal have got to play everyone who wants to who 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 are looking to steal that place off them i i think arsenal said this we said this we did a good show on this on the round of the league 2 weeks ago now arsenal i think are the most settled and best quality outfit of them spares united and west ham yeah i disagree west ham west ham have, have got us equally settled but i don't think i don't think moises is good a manager and, and i don't think I don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and I don't think they've quite got the quality Tottenham have got the best manager and the best players and the best mm, cl- well no, yeah. I think it's a toss up between they've, them and United they've got I think they've got the better difference makers Kane, Son, Romero uh, 
Kulevsky's name I can't really say. You've said it now, well done. Uh, the midfielder whose name um, Tottenham have got the best squad and the best manager, so I'm back in Tottenham. I think yeah, I, th- I think I think Tottenham will do it. What do you reckon, Chris? Arsenal. Yeah, I think they're just more settled. To be honest with you, they found a little bit of a groove. I think do you know the. There are different sort of sides when you get in that four to eight sort of position, aren't there? There was like, remember about six, seven years ago when Liverpool maybe a little bit further back, you have the ability to beat the big teams, but you lose to the sort of lesser ones. Arsenal sort of the opposite of that, which they're absolutely comfortable Flat-track beating bullies. everyone who's shitter than them. Yeah. They just can't beat the teams who are better than them, and and I think I think they're just better than Tottenham and Manchester United right now. Can I interest you in a little look at Arsenal's upcoming fixture list? You can. Next game, Crystal Palace away. Win. Brighton at home. Win. Definite win. Southampton away. Definite win. Chelsea away. Lose. United at home. Win. West Ham away. Win. They'll be really fucked by them, West Ham. Leeds away. Leeds at home, sorry, Leeds at home. Newcastle away. Definite win. Evan at home. To relegate Evan. And they've got Tottenham. They've got to get the game at Tottenham. At Tottenham, somewhere in there. Draw it. Yeah. You've got Arsenal coming second, I think. (laughs) 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 Arsenal winning the Champions League. Arsenal's points per game is like 3.5 here. I don't know how that's Dennis happening. The thing is, you probably need that. What are we looking at? You probably need six wins because they're all lose and draw games. I think Tottenham are good. Six wins out of nine or ten games. Yeah, yeah ten I think that four. might be, yeah, that yeah, might yeah, be yeah, enough. Yeah, I just and yeah. they've got the form. They've got form for that, as we said. We said this when we were coming up to them. They're very good at putting five, five-ish down, draw, lose, spring back up, win a, win a few. I just wouldn't be shocked if, they, if my United beat. It them. depends where they put that out of that Tottenham game because to play Chelsea, United, and West Ham in the space of, I mean, it's 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 a little longer. That's the twentieth, the twenty-third, and the, and then the first of May. So there's a little gap. They might squeeze Tottenham in between the United game and the West Ham game. So then they're playing. Chelsea, Arsenal, Chelsea, United, Tottenham, West Ham. Like if you come through that, then they will. Piss up if they do that. I just, yeah, I, I don't think the squad's that good. If I'm honest, I don't, think, I don't think they got. I think they are getting by. They, they are, they are a very good young team, and they're getting by. They got a really effective style of play, but I'm still of a belief like big game players matter a bit, and I just think Tottenham have got more of them and a bigger game manager. And I, I think Arteta's a good manager. Arsenal don't have any big game players. They haven't got Harry Kane. They haven't got Son. Like, just, uh, it depends if it boils down to, and it might not boil down to this because United are just a shit show and Spurs are just a bit erratic up and down, aren't they? If it does come to a shootout style situation, it wouldn't shock me if Arsenal fell short because they're playing against the team they're battering the door down for 90 minutes last game of the season and they don't have that guy who will just stick the ball on the back of the net whereas in Kane and Ronaldo and even Cavani to some extent Fernandes Son. Son you know yeah that, that, the, that, that, that that's where it comes down to it's because I, I agree with you I think the players that Spurs got I said before they've got the best difference makers but I also think Arsenal play the best football yeah you know and they've got the best system and and that's where you come down to it. Like you people used to just aim that at us about oh they're all system players, yeah. which is great. Now we're system players with world class fucking stars at the same time. That's how you become a great side. Tottenham must be kicking themselves about that Man United. The fucking Ronaldo at it. Ronaldo turned up for a game and they must be kicked because that was 
a very talking about better than Man United for the majority of that game, and again they just they shit the bed a bit. For what it's worth, on the five thirty eight stuff, Arsenal sixty seven percent to qualify for the Champions League. Tottenham twenty five, and United at eight. West Ham are less than a percent. So. Yeah, West Ham. Are, West Ham. Are yeah, they are. They are they, they, if they're going to get in it, they'll have to win the Europa League. Actually, on that, on that, I thought I just quickly look at the Europa League stuff for what it's worth. Um, West Ham are eight percent uh, to win the Europa League. Barcelona. Obviously, favourites in that at thirty-eight percent, pretty cool. I just I kind of for me West Ham fan mates, the West Ham fan TV boys. I just want them to play Barcelona in that semi-final and see what that what that looks like. But that'd be a hell of a ride, hell of a ride. Um, right, Sam, relegation. Just briefly, uh, are they ever getting relegated? Pro- probably no. The game's at hand. Yeah, no. As, as I've said for a few weeks, the others are just more shit. I'm, I'm just. I hope. I, I just. There's something about Sean Dyche's teams where I always just hope. I always think they're going to go on a run, and then you look at all the stats about Avon them, City and they're like dog shit. Haven't Burnley? Sorry, got City and then Everton or something as well. Like. They do play each other, don't they? Uh, but then they Burnley have got. To, 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 they'll probably lose against City, but then they get to play Norwich. And then, did you get to get got, Everton, Norwich? Everton, yeah, that's, Everton that's, Norwich. That's the game. That's you know, it's not that far away. It's, it's a, a, a Wednesday away. night as well at Turf Moor. That's when that again. That's Dice just look. I, that's why I don't think they're going to make or break Everton's spirit because you go away to Burnley and don't and lose that. It's a six pointer pull. <laughs> it's why you said before about Burnley getting to an off City. I don't think they look. I think I think they're, they're exiting that Everton game basket. They're just weird those though, aren't they? You know, you, that Vegas, if he's fit, he's just like he'll. He, he's just, just got a chance. Those though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Nodding a lot. Yeah, definitely. But like that's the thing about Burnley. You just don't know. You know, but you. The, He's just that 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 giant. Of I just think crop up with something fifty stupid. shots against City. There's always, there's always one who gets out of it, and is it going to be Hodgson or is it going to be Dice? Because if, if any of those two can fucking pull the fingers out, they've got half a chance. The Leeds winning back to back games has done Everton no favors as well. But oh, I mean that Newcastle again. That Newcastle game the other day was a was a, was a big well, it was huge for Everton. Like injury time, injury time, goal after the fella. Chained himself to the post. Burnley have only scored 22 goals this season. Yeah, because they're shit. Is that like a club record as well? Genuinely. As in, yeah. they, that's the most they've ever scored in a season at this stage. Norwich have scored 18. Norwich have scored 18 goals. Yeah, they're not good at the football, games. are they? Like, that's not, their issue. The big bit, the big, well, Norwich, like, to, to, to Burnley's credit, they've only conceded 38, which puts them as like. That's one of the best defensive records in the Premier League. You know, it's that's top half, comfortably top half defensive. Better record. than West Ham, better than United. Same as Chelsea. No, sorry, I'm looking at goals. This goal score. So yeah, they've only conceded what twenty two. Barely have only conceded thirty eight. Thirty. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they've got like less than less than Man United, less than West Ham. It's the defense that's ca- it's the defense is the reason why they're not dead. Is that yeah. why they're not totally dead and buried to the point that Norwich have conceded yeah. sixty three goals this season leads because it's sixty seven goals. Norwich's goal difference is minus forty five. That's that's actually <laughs> that's actually quite impressive, isn't it? It's more than a goal a game. <laughs> but, uh, but people forget this sometimes and we get lost in this a bit about how football's about finding things to celebrate and like you don't realise this sometimes, but like Goals, uh, the let off from scoring a goal is a thing. Uh, you know that's like that's endorphins. That's like makes you remember. You don't you don't you don't really you celebrate the full time whistle, but that's one thing. You might have a chance to celebrate multiple times. Like what Norwich have I'm won. Laugh, I'm laughing that you know Norwich's goal difference is minus minus forty five. If you took Liverpool seventy five goals for off, ours would only be minus twenty. Yeah. <laughs> If we if we hadn't scored the goal in the entire competition, we still have a better goal difference than them. Yeah. 
Norwich have We'd won. have more points of them as well, probably. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have loads of nil-nil draws. We actually probably would. Someone needs to work that out, whether we'd, we'd have more nil-nil draws <laughs> and be higher up the table than Norwich if you took every goal against us. Every we goal scored off us. Yeah. Norwich have won four games all season. Please work it out for me and let me know And scored comments. 18 goals, which basically equates to they've only had roughly 22 things to celebrate all, all season long. In, in the, like, 22 times you've gone, hey! Like, I remember one of those goals is in the last minute against Leeds and then they still lost as well. Like, like they, couldn't even, they, couldn't even, they couldn't even get themselves a last minute equaliser, bless them. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't... Uh, if Everton lose to Burnley, I think they'll, they'll conspire to collapse and it depends what Hodge does it can we go back to your shutting the toilet analogy on question question on Everton if they lose to Burnley does Lampard keep his job yeah I don't think they'll tackle no I don't think what are they going to do who's who's there Big Sam Sam Allardyce Big Dunk no I mean that's just like that's like that's like Big the Nef. captain goes I'm going down the cap go the captain goes I, I don't want to go down with the ship and the vice captain goes I'll go down with it like, you know, like dunk. Jesus Christ yeah we know top top blue mate yeah, buy, all, like, buy them all a bevy before the game and then watch them get beat six now lads and then at the cyanide capsules I just feel like they'll never take us alive I just feel like it's the perfect fucking opportunity for Calvert Lewin to become player manager for a few games like Everton could do that couldn't they they could go play a manager for the end of the season That's Su- what super blue Richarlison like. mate he loves it doesn't he he's desperate for it he's desperate to be miserable for the rest of his life Seamus Coleman doing, doing doggies down the lane the right? world's saddest pigeon like, you what's Davey Weir doing God no Richard, Richard Goff, Goff. <laughs> he's probably about 85 at this point he was 40 when he was playing for them 40 yeah roll Dave Unsworth out again oh god oh, big, big no but I, I was rumoured I think it was Indy Indy was piling on wasn't he saying like big big Sam's in consideration there's Everton board members who want to sack Lampard and all this like don't get me wrong would you if, you if you were in charge of Everton and you were an Everton fan Rather than like you just want them to go down. Alright. I just hire Rafferty. I'll hire Rafferty. Right. Would you sack Lampard after if they got beat by by Burnley by three goals? Well, I would be I would be passive aggressively sat in the board meetings, harumphing and saying we should have got Allardyce instead of instead of getting this cunt because they clearly thought they could play their way out of this instead of going let's but. They fucked it because they've had Allardyce before, and they, they've got well, we can't have Allardyce back because the fans will spray paint shut on the side of the stadium again. Instead of realizing we just need to survive, but they've not. I don't think they've recognised they're in a relegation fight. It's mad. It's so, mad. so you got beat by Burnley. Stay. You've got Everton and Leicester as your next two games on the horizon, and you're okay with. So sorry, no, because if they've got say they lose to West Ham at the weekend, then they get beat by Burnley. The next game is United, yeah, and, and then they play Leicester, yeah. Am I okay? No, Lampard. I sorry, interject. Size is worth. I think size worth it out for us. We've had 17 clean sheets this season. If we hadn't scored a goal, we'd be level with Norwich, but 25 ahead on goal difference. <laughs> <laughs> Can we, can we clip this Thank and send this so to talk about it? I'm, 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 I'm going to throw a spanner in the works. Norwich. As slowly as possible. Well, did Norwich have, what, they Norwich? scored against us. So they, would they have then beaten us in both of those? Two, head head. Head. Two into it. It's funnier the other way. Either way, that's how shit Norwich are. Yeah. Well done, Steve. Really killed the mood there. I'm, I'm, I'm being factual. 
Get your shit. Get your shit. It's internet. YouTube. You've it's got to be accurate. It's the internet. Exactly. No, everything. You don't. Everything on the internet. As long as you true. say it loud and with conviction, it's basically same truth. as politics. Basically, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, bollocks. Anyway, back to you. Um, I they should they should never have hired Lampard. So but, yes, but you do know, you sack him? If they lose to they won't sack they him because they're no, stupid. Yeah, no, I don't think I would because there's no one there who I can get. I'd sack him for who? And then I don't care. Okay. Did what? What got? 12, is it 12? No, 8. Uh, 11 he won games his last, he won last game. Just but then in, in this scenario, he's just lost to West Ham, he's just lost to Burnley, you've got United and Leicester on the horizon. I'd sack him because something needs to change. Get, dun- get Duncan in charge. Get, well get Goodison good. rocking for the, for the United you're game. You're more than welcome to keep the wrong man for as long as you want, but he's the wrong man. <laughs> well, if, the, if the notion, to go back to the old school notion of 40 points equals safety, they're like they're 15 points away from that with 33 to play for. like, And that needs to be adjusted because... Because us and City are so good. Yeah, yeah. It, it become, well, it's because more the like top you, six are miles better than... 33 them. might keep you up. Yeah, but just I just, I just thought it was a, it was a, an hilarious point that if we're going on any, any pre-understandings of Everton are so far away from what is traditionally safety, it's a good example of, A, how shit everyone else is below them as well. But yeah, how detached, how bad mate, all that ball off the Premier League. ninth are still four points off safety. Yeah. 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 Traditional. Crazy. Oh yeah, Villa on 36. I think, <laughs> well obviously not, it's a There's down. your golf. There's your golf in fucking teams that get money in every every season from European competition and teams who don't. Yeah, the gap from ninth to eighth. It's the, the games in hand are so misleading, aren't they? Because... Yeah. You think Watford are, are in with a slightly better shout, but the the again you'd rather have points than not have points. I guess at this point you're back but... at Everton. Everton's two games in hand. One is Watford. I think you got to be Watford. Obviously, they've got to play. Uh, it's Palace because the uh, that's that's been postponed already. So they've, they've got a massive backlog of, of fixes already to come. So yeah, they are. Uh, I think they're going down, mate. I do. I think they're going. I think that I think Burnley or Watford. One. I trust. I'm trusting either Hodgson or Dice. Going back to your percentages, little thing from before, if there was a re- getting out of relegation weightedness, Hodgson and Dice would be right at the top, giving what's, them half a chance. The easiest way to work out what's going to happen is what's the most Everton thing. They, well, they are they are six points out of the relegation zone with two games to play and go down on goal difference and go down on goal difference because they let in a ninety seventh <laughs> minute. They get beat. They, they, they get beat seven nil, and the seventh goal gets them down or something like. So, yeah, Everton now play West Ham away, Burnley away, United, at, United home. at home. They've got to fit Palace at home in somewhere. They've got Leicester at home, us away, Chelsea at home, Leicester away, Brentford at home, Arsenal away, last game of the season. Three points. Across the whole thing. But, yeah. Brentford, I think they get yeah. four points out of that. Brentford's the only one where you'd say they'll definitely do that because Brentford, will, Brentford will be there. And Leicester are shit, you know. Leicester are shit, but yeah, and they'll, their season will be done. But by that point as well, potentially, and then yeah, that's what they play them twice, don't they? So there's a, there's potentially six six points, nine points. Man, it's a crap as well, by the way, just to throw that out there. But mm, tough to beat though. Yeah, I think I, I think they're going down. I really I do. That, yeah, 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 I, I, I've got to. Yeah. I think the most evident thing is they get relegated in Liverpool in the quadruple. I think that's exactly. Oh yeah, 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 I think that. I think that's what we're on for. And and just in my scenario, Everton get three points, but Burnley and Watford don't (laughs) because they're just more shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Hudson not Hudson getting relegated finally, and 
and but, Burnley finally going down as well is how this story should end. But Everton, it's me- it's mental that they're in that position. How have they? How have they been so badly managed into that? Into that? Don't don't think Leeds. I don't think Leeds are completely out of it either. Um, because the games, because they play a lot of games, but two back-to-back wins probably just about saves them. And they've got probably a slightly better manager as well. Like, you I know, fucking know. Possibly, yeah, we'll see. I think that, you know what, what I think it boils down to the raging against the dying of the light. To go a bit poetic on it, I think if particularly if Everton lose Burnley, but I think there's a sickness in their fan base that thinks that it's sort of. Fated, they're so downbeaten, downtrodden that they won't fight against it because they'll think it's inevitable. Because I think they've had too many years of being on the receiving end of shit. Leeds have been down for too long. Their fans will literally get on the pitch and, and save balls from going across the line if they have to. Burnley might have a touch of that. Wofford, there might be an acceptance because they've been up and down a lot and they'll just think we'll come back up again, maybe. But they also might think oh, we don't want to go down there. I just think of all the fan bases who will be accepting of relegation, I think there's a chance Everton's might if I offered- let it slip. If we offered Everton fans a red and a blue pill and the red was to stay up and the blue was to go down. <laughs> so, so the, 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 you have to drive in a red you have to drive in a red car to a red shop and eat the red pill and if that's the case you can stay up. They would take they would there's a, take there's the a, blue pill. There is a proportion of Evertonians who would not even be able to touch it. Like like, <laughs> can I stop off the table? All right, tell, all right, tell. Just knock us out, knock us out, and, feet, and stick her in there. You'd have to take it. Shut up, yeah. Like You'd have to take it as an enemy. You couldn't see it happening. Like, you know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Yeah, no, that'd be hilarious. Um, right, so we're gonna take a very short break. We'll talk very briefly about Watford uh, before we wrap up. Uh, we have got a new uh, show coming up on Red Men Plus streaming from this evening. Steve spoke to Liverpool legend Phil Thompson about the boot room. So if you want to get educated about that and get a boot room story, here's a little clip from that. Bill was very clear in what he was, and he had a wonderful accent, you know, trying to build us up to be a bastion of invincibility. It could make you feel, hairs on the back of your neck stood up. Bob wasn't like that. But what Shanks knew and understood about the game, Bob knew as well, but Bob couldn't converse in the same way, couldn't communicate in the same way. But he knew the game inside out, and at times, because he didn't do as much coaching, because he wasn't like that, but Joe and Ronnie knew exactly what Bob wanted. He knew exactly, Bob knew the type of players that he requested. You now going from his first signings, the likes of Phil Neal and everything, Alan Kennedy, Terry McDermott coming in, he was left Ray Kennedy, but turned Ray Kennedy, Ray Kennedy in from a forward, a centre forward to a left midfield. So what you have, had happened there. Ray is now facing the goal rather than that. Ray wasn't particularly devastatingly quick, but it was all up here with Ray. So to move into left midfield, you were getting goals, but you were getting creativity as well. Now to do that was a piece of genius. Now that would have taken place in the boot room. It wouldn't have just been Bob. It had been Joe and Ronnie. What do you think? How are we going to do this? And some of some of the signings, the way they worked, you know, obviously um, Kenny Daglish. And then Graeme Soonest come along, Alan Hansen. It was just 
It was sensational. Hey, well done, Steve. <laughs> Photo finishes, Steve. Gets back from the bog just inside. Um, right, didn't we're going to be didn't doing... even get to wash my hands. Oh, thanks, uh, oh yes, we're going to be doing a <laughs> podcast extra uh, straight after this over on Redman Plus. We're going to be taking some of these slightly more X-rated questions that you guys send in for us, uh, and, and inevitably chatting about the uh, the Will Smith, Chris Rock stuff because. It's quite funny, uh, slash dead serious, depending on how you want to talk about it. Um, and, you know, it's current events for the next yesterday. Um, There's some sort of algorithm that helps us out there, isn't it? Yeah, why not? Um, so, yeah, anyway, Boot Room Story streaming on Redmen Plus. We've also got a whole host of amazing content coming up off the back of uh, Legends Day and Legends Weekend and all that good stuff. So keep your eyes peeled. If you've seen the photos doing the round of the most Salah mural that's going up on Anfield Road, uh, the only place to watch the behind the scenes documentary of that creation uh, will be on Redmen. So, yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Right, Wofford. Um, I, I, I really, part of me thought, like get to the international break, Chris, and then it all it all matters and it's all meaningful. And then I was like, oh no, we've got Wofford, and like we've still got to do a build-up show on this, by the way. But it's that that is the last game that Liverpool have just got to get through before basically every game matters. Now, of course, it matters because if you lose. You've made it's hard. I think it's a hard point. game. Twelve thirty kickoffs. You know, Jürgen doesn't like them, does he? He likes them all to be sort of late, so he can move the train in accordingly and all that type of stuff. Early into after, after international, international break, it makes it even harder, doesn't it? You know, when players are able to get back and all that type of stuff, how many days training they're able to put in into it. I, I, you know, Steve said before. You know, I think he go. You, you think he puts a really strong side. I, I don't think he will. I think it'll it'll be strong but not the strongest side that you can put out because I think you you he's gonna have to have an eye on the next four fixtures after that. He's gonna have to see who's available. Difficult. Yeah, of course. And, yeah. and who's who's been there as well. He tends to preface the lads who've been training. So whoever exactly. whoever I think it I think they come back today, the ones who haven't played. Uh, but if Milner's been there and he's been available, then I expect Milner to probably start the game. Mm-hmm. Um, whether Trent's back in training or not, I don't know where we're up to on that type of thing. But for me personally Feels like we've played a lot of away games. I am absolutely buzzing to get back into Anfield now. Yeah, absolutely yeah. buzzing. This is it. You know, hopefully the weather's. You know, we've turned the corner with the weather and all that kind of stuff, and it's, it becomes less of a less of a chore. Right, the, the early kickoffs are an absolutely fine thing in in that regard. Doesn't necessarily favour Liverpool again because the internationals. Because but it's been able to put pressure be, on City. Yeah. That's the opportunity here, isn't it? As well. Yeah. You know, being ahead of them in the table, it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, listen, I, I reference before about Everton. One of the reasons they might not go down is because we should snap Wofford. That's why, I'm, that's why I've kind of got my eye on Burnley rather than Wofford mm-hmm. uh, this time. Um, yeah, listen, we, we played them last time. We were like, oh, early kick-off at their ground. And I, I understand it was a new manager, wasn't it? Ranieri had just got, and he just got dick five. And we were miles better than them. Like, we are miles better than them. Like, we, we should. But Hodgson's had two weeks now to focus on nothing but how do I get a point at Anfield? That's all. He, that, I don't know if that's two weeks amongst his other his other interests in life. Like, hang on, hang on. <sighs> Same game plan as last time. <laughs> <laughs> four, Defend. four, four, Defend two. Resolutely be good at set pieces. Shape. Throw the kitchen sink out if it's close in the last five minutes. Go. There you go. Done it for you, right? Two South. weeks. You did not. Have another, <laughs> have another <laughs> week off. There you go. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, listen. Yeah. It's... 
You say it's just, it's another game to get for. That's what they're all going to be like now. Again, Chris mentioned before. Like, stop, don't, don't. I just don't doubt Liverpool. If someone surprises us along the way, then it will be that. It will be a huge shock surprise. Like we just back them to get the job done. And it might not be Liverpool might not be at their free flowing best against Watford. The flip side, they might just turn up and snot them off the park because they're well better than them. Like, they're, yeah. they're, you know, I would like, to be fair. You know, we talk a lot about this that last run we've just gone through of like just win, just win, just win, just win. This is that. But I actually think other otherly, it would be a. I think Liverpool should go out and try and do what we did at the start of the season of be ruthless. Don't do the whole 60 minutes and then take your foot off and then make a heavy change. Make goal difference count. Yeah, exactly. But I also just think in terms of laying a marker down, it's going to become a grind. You know, in a month's time, Liverpool are going to be running on fumes and everyone's going to be dragging themselves through this, you know, pulling people up wounded on the battlefield and still pressing towards the end. This is a good chance to lay a bit of a marker down and send a message. So I hope. I mean, it's it's always the game plan. I think to win, you know, win comfortably. But I think this is one of them where I'd be going, go on, kill them. You know, ten minutes to go, fuck it. Don't rest in possession. Don't like. Don't take minutes out of the game. Really go and make a, an example of them to anyone else because there's going to be a couple of those games I think where some teams might think oh well have a good go at Liverpool no I want anyone who knows to, to remind people they're not in Liverpool's weight class this is what we'll do to you if you come if you come and, and piss us off we're going to come and fucking batter you let the, let the Premier I, I love that I love watching that but the sports science says you don't do that because they play like, Benfica on Tuesday yeah you, you've got to and you know when you think about you know sprints takes more out of you than anything else if you go hard for an entire game and you're sprinting more you just take more out of the legs for later on in the la- down the line yeah. isn't it so you know unfo- unfortunately that, that Liverpool side is the best Liverpool side to watch when they've got you know they're, they're constantly moving forwards and slashing and cutting C- and City might, else, get, the, City might not, get that on the just not the clever way to do it if you want to compete for four trophies or you want to win four trophies you should say I think you've got to have a, an air of control about your game yeah what we need mate is like, I've, got, I've got a build up show to go through all this but it's essentially it depends what the 11 is though but on, yeah. on this point of, that's true of like because you're right because who's available you know is Mo are they going to risk Mo straight back after this one yeah. are they going to risk you know to the, to the point but you might find it's a team where you get to go fucking go go for know, it yeah, because yeah. yeah because you're not going to be playing against Benfica and you're probably not and some of them won't be playing on the weekend That's afterwards and, and so on and so forth but yeah look, we'll, do, we'll do more on the build up show uh, this week when Thursday we're doing that Thursday this week um any other business? One thing I just want to draw people's attention um, from next week. We've been doing the extra show over on Redmen Plus, which is a continuation of the podcast, a bit more X-rated, so we wouldn't really put uh, for public consumption else if you want that great. But also, I was introduced to a podcast called The Back Page Pod by my cousin, which is a games podcast of like former and current um, magazine writers for for games companies, and they do they did a, a, a draft, an N64 mini draft, and I just really liked it as a concept. So from next week we're going to extras going to have a different format where can we do the N64 game <laughs> we're going to pit uh, stay against Chris first episode is going to be Liverpool's rest of the world players so not non-Europeans non-UK and you know UK and Irish and they've both got to pick uh Two elevens can't pick the same players twice, so that's going to start from next week. Okay, so, if, you want to get so if it starts next week, we need to determine the rules actually on, on this. Well, look, can we start off with whoever wins this week's who knows wins gets first pick? Yeah, yes, nice, yeah. very fair. What if it's equal? Flip a coin, 
I get it. Go, I, 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 I finished top this week. On there. Count battle off the score. Wait, what? Finished top, sorry. Yeah. Chris Paul's um, rank here, son. Flip a coin. We'll flip a coin of its level on, on, okay, on no, yeah, yeah. this okay. week. So, and I just wanted to... We, we're going to sort this out, but we need to have a, a brief conversation, which we won't do on this podcast, but like, I want to make sure that you guys are setting the parameters on this one because... We'll self-police, don't you worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that we don't have, like, you pulling a player out on the day and then there's there's lots of, like, maps being pull, pulled out and, you know, EU regulations and what have you. Where's your map? I'm not pulling a map out because there's a, there's a real big chance that I pinch zoom it. <laughs> Tries to drop a pin into it, literally. I want to see the street view on this one. <laughs> Gets like a yellow jelly beam out and puts it on and expects it to turn into a map. <laughs> uh, outstanding. Um, yeah, wicked. Boss, yeah, yeah. I want to talk. We had a couple of couple of stories we want to bring up. I want to I want to tell people all about um, how Steve nearly died on the way to the office this morning. But we'll do that over on extra because you know spoilers. He didn't. I mean, obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Did he die? <laughs> Tune in to find out. Um, no, we want to find out how he nearly died and then just got really, really angry. Um, yeah. Come and check out Podcast Extra. We've got some great questions coming up. Uh, whether we're Team Will Smith or Team Chris Rock, if you could slap any celebrity, who would it be? Uh, you find your miss, miss, Mrs. Making expletive with a Premier League player. What player would you be okay with and what player would disappoint you the most? And a whole host more. So come over to redmenplus.com, sign up, and yeah, you'll get access to Brute Room Stories. You get the Accrue Story documentary. Uh, brilliant. Uh, and a wide array of uh, incredible Liverpool content and bonus Redmen shows as well. We've also got a live show coming up. Uh, which we're going to be announcing the details of. Uh, first and foremost, to our club legend subscribers will know about it. Club captains are going to know a little bit more uh, in tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. Thursday. And then general, general information will follow after that. So, yeah, keep your eyes and eels, eels, eels peeled to the socials for Take that. Chicken. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much for watching and for listening. Um, I'm Paul Mitchell. That's the whole. That's Chris Pajak. Thank you, Shank. Big fan of the Shank. <laughs> um, I will be back with another Red Men podcast next week. Bye.